And I think we've gotten to a place where communication has gotten to be so popular to hear yourself heard that you will start just a, for a better word, a pissing match. And then you've got everybody talking about that. And I was thinking about this girl that walked up to us today. And she said, Galen, I so related and resonated with what you said from the stage. I've walked away from a six-figure salary. You know, I get out there in these groups, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what have I what have I done? And I said, I know. And I'm trying to put a stop to that because I think you can call yourself a leader. But if you're not actually leading people to the water, you're not leading. I think it's a pleasure to talk with people like yourself and be able to spread that message that there are people out there like us that would be happy to help you, to give you an encouraging word. And if you are in a group or in a chain of conversation or an email and something comes across the wrong way or you feel like someone treats you poorly, first of all, question yourself if you're reading into it. I'm always a big believer in saying, what did you make that mean? Because someone else's comment means absolutely nothing. They can't influence your feelings until you have a thought about that comment. So number one, don't give them all your power. Yeah. Don't give them all your power by doing that. You have your own perception of what that was. Hey everyone. Thanks for joining me today. I'm super excited. I have royalty in the house and I mean it when I say it. If you don't know who these two are, you're out of your mind. You are freaking out of your mind. So Danielle Kunkel from Boomer Benefits and Galen Hendricks, the queen of the bundle. And also, what do they call you now? Miss Mama Medicare? You know, I Is that a new moniker? Every day. I just won't quote, uh, I just won't quote Medicare Bob, <laughs> you know, but I'll let him do. I'm the, what am I? The, oh, he, he called me his pimp. I don't think we should say that. <laughs> did I just say that? I did say that. Well, we're recording. So, uh, he calls me the godmother of Medicare when he's in front of a ton of people. But when we're at dinner, you know, it's, it's that bad P word, wow. but uh, he means it with love I'm sure and, he does. and we I love, we love him. So, yeah. but no, so yeah, Queen of the Bottle, Medicare Mama, according to Christian Brindle, you know, but um, you know what? We're with royalty. You're here in Me? Texas. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm telling y'all, Eric is one of the best interviewers ever. So if y'all need that and you buy a CRM, I'm plugging him. <laughs> uh, take him up on it. So I'm going to pass it back to the real royalty oh, since gosh. we brought her to the house. Yes. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. I'm really excited. Uh, you and I haven't actually had a chance to talk at length. And so I'm really excited to have a great conversation because one of the things that people are probably noticing who have followed the Facebook groups, who have followed all the trends of what's working, what's not working, is that both of you have been powerhouses in the industry, women who represent what success in our industry looks like and how it should be done, right, with respect, with integrity, and hard work and effort. And so I want you guys to tell me a little bit about how you feel seeing this incredible upward trend now of more and more women coming into that into that prominence of success in our industry to help others influence and inspire other ladies. I mean, tell me how you guys feel about what you've been seeing. Yeah, I love this topic because it was so rewarding for me today and this weekend to see all the women that have been at the conference. And I can remember when I was new to the industry, I went to a meeting with Trice Battle, who I think is probably still around in the industry somewhere. It was a Unicare meeting. There was like 
50 something agents. I was the only female in the room. Wow. And Galen mentioned that earlier too. And I remember being a little intimidated, like there's none like me in here. And I asked a question about, is anyone doing sales digitally? And everyone laughed. They thought that was funny. You can only work with seniors in person and they don't use cell phones and all this stuff that all of us know is not true. And so to be 15 years down the road, and see the surge of women into the business and to have my own employees. Uh, some of our top producers are females. They're great educators. And I just love seeing the confidence of people coming out into this industry and saying, hey, this is somewhere where I can bust the, the glass ceiling or yeah. there is no glass ceiling. Yes. And I can have every opportunity to earn as much as I want for myself and my family. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I've really loved about watching you in the marketplace is that you you were very stealthy, right? Because you weren't really out and uh, you know be trying to be an influencer. You were just doing what was best for the consumer and doing what was best for growing your business and, and then helping others along the way. And so now you know it's kind of you've gotten to the point where we're not going to let you fly <laughs> under the radar anymore. Like we're going to make sure everyone knows who you are. Now you sound if like they Galen. Don't you know? Yeah, you could look at the queen. I mean, she can't walk <laughs> anywhere without being stopped a million times. And that's, but that's what we want. That's what mm. I always want, right? I desire that because I, I love Galen. She's one of my favorite people and she truly has a heart for people. And that's why anybody who's on my podcast, that's what I'm looking for. I want to look for genuine people who put others ahead of them because they know that the money always follows, right? Mm. So I'm glad you're here and I'm glad that, you know, the trajectory we're on right now with more and more women coming into our marketplace and becoming successful and following in your footsteps it's just an awesome thing to see. Mm. Um, you know, there's another thing that always, I guess what I've been noticing, and, and I've, I've brought this up in my, in my private group a couple of times because it's just something that's been slightly concerning to me. And I've noticed there's been a little more negativity than normal within the groups. There's been a little mm. more, uh, I guess we can call it drama that's been going on. And the reason that I say it worries me, the reason I even brought it up, is because I've been on both sides of the fence. I, I was in the recruiting space for 12 years. I was incredibly good at it, so I know how the whole program works on that end. I've been in the call center space, so I know how the program works. I've been an independent agent, so I know how the program works. And when you have that kind of knowledge where you've seen the whole enchilada, you kind of sit there and when you see people making certain types of comments, you're like, that's not really correct, or that's being misrepresented. And one of the things I want you guys to talk about is when you see that, what do you guys start to think and what do you guys feel we should be doing to course correct? Because I don't think that was the intention with any of our groups. Mm -hmm. The intention was always to help others. And now it's, it's, you know, it's not that it's gone completely sour, but it's happening more than it should. And, and what would you, how do you guys feel about that? I guess I'm on. Um, I think, first of all, you know, that, that's why I started the keynote off at 8% uh, Nation with a little bit of that. As you know, because you were in the audience, I showed a slide uh, presentation representing all of our friends that we hang out with that are influencers, the words you've used. And that's why I wanted Danielle here. Uh, I do think she's an influencer and I think she's a boss babe. And, you know, what I want to do, and Eric, you know, you're, you're always so kind to me, but I get that from a lot of people. And I was just very fortunate. You know, I had parents that were dirt poor, but they would still give the shirt off of their back and then go sell Coke bottles to buy us food the next day. And what I love seeing is that in our industry. And we've always had that in the senior 
part of it. And that's one of the reasons why I didn't want to be in the underage 65 market anymore because there was so much backbiting and bad mouthing and name calling. And, you know, it just got frustrating. And And I don't work well. And negativity. I just don't. It's it's not my jam. And I'm really good about taking myself out of it. And I was looking at some Facebook groups one day. And I have a lot of people that will now just instant message me. And I've given a lot of these people my cell phone number. And a lot of these people my email address. And literally, the last three weeks, we had gone to a happy hour. And I was like, girl, you won't even believe what my email is blowing up with. And when I went to Ms. Medicare, as you know, I call it on both sides. I do, I I love being Switzerland, but I'm like, I call it bigger and better than Switzerland because I'm going to call you out if you're great and I'm going to call you out when you're wrong. And I think we've gotten to a place where communication has gotten to be so popular to hear yourself heard that you will start just a, for a better word, a pissing match. And then you've got everybody talking about that. And I was thinking about this girl that walked up to us today. And she said, Galen, I so related and resonated with what you said from the stage. I've walked away from a six-figure salary. You know, I get out there in these groups and I'm like, oh my gosh, what have I what have I done? And I said, I know. And I'm trying to put a stop to that because I think you can call yourself a leader. But if you're not actually leading people to the water, you're not leading. You're leading people to the barren desert. Nothing against you, Eric. But it's, I'm, I'm <laughs> here. Phoenix is awesome. Hey, I love Phoenix, and he knows it. In the winter, I want to go see Eric all the time. But, you know, when I first started going there, everybody would say, well, you know, 107 dry heat's not that bad. And I'm like, no, 107 heat is heat. And that's kind of how I feel like some of these Facebooks are. They're, they're just getting too hot. And like I'll hear Danielle say, gosh, Galen, I just kind of look at it. I don't even say anything because I might go off on people. And I'm like, you know, we need to stop that. Not just the women. I want you to hear me that. Say that again, y'all. Not just the women. Everybody. It is. a matter of fact, I will tell you there's more men causing drama right now than women. And I. I can't believe that I'm dealing with that right now. That That's something I didn't see coming. But, you know, what I really want to challenge all the folks that listen to this on is, you know, we are, it's like I said about Pam, my best friend that was sitting there. She goes, oh, my gosh, y'all work in the best industry in the world. Y'all compete with everybody, and y'all are friends. And that's why we love this business. You heard, if you if you get the 8% Zoom or if you're here at 8% or if you watched it virtually, you heard some of the best in the business sitting on that stage having fun. And while I drug Danielle here kicking and screaming, I don't have to do it anymore. She's loving it here. And it's because, you know, she feels like she's helping people. You get to a point in your life, and and I know some of you aren't there yet, but I want you to hear me. I'm not going to tell you to take out a pad and write it down. I just want you to remember it because you'll get to play this again. I hope you do. We need all the hits we can get on Eric's YouTube channel. (laughs) But I did learn something from Cody in this meeting. But, you know, we heard so many great speakers talk about You know, it's so hard to get to the top, but when you get there, 
cherish it. Be excited about it. There's nothing more fun for me than recognizing somebody like her or recognizing a, a Bobby Beige or, you know, getting that call. Hey, Galen, here's what I did. And, you know, I went through major uh, emotional roller coaster this week. You know, I am wearing my integrity pin. Just for the record. You are? Uh, yes, oh, there you I'm, go. I'm wearing it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm wearing my women and insurance niches pen, like I said from the stage. I'm honored to wear these. You know, we're proud of, part of a group that really wants to encourage others. And, you know, one of the things that's really important for me to show Danielle during this conference is how much she's needed. Um, I think your comment about seeing all these women out there and the surgeons. You know, it's just not our salespeople. It's our staff. Danielle has some boss babes that work for her that are, I love when she says, they're smarter than me. I mean, how great is it to work for somebody that says, I want that person because they're smarter than me and I can learn from them. So, you know, I know I went all the way around the world like I normally do, but, you know, that's my success reason. But I do love people. And I do want them to do well. And I like high fives. I mean, if you've ever been on a bowling league or a basketball team or volleyball, that's the fun part, right? Sure. We all want to win. But that high five, that just touching somebody's hand just radiates through your body. And it makes you feel like you're part of a bigger picture. Yeah. And I think that's why athletes work so hard to get to the World Series, especially if they've been there before. Because they know that feeling. They got a bank account full of money. But they'll tell you time and time again, it's, the, it's that feeling on the inside. And it's because of all those young folks playing with them yeah. that they get to see it. Jeter said it best. I'm getting ready to get re to retirement. But the idea that I get to win another one with these guys and they'll remember me being here. Well, I'm, I'm not Jeter. I think we have the same work ethic. But I love that. I love being the older of the group and taking all of these women and men to the World Series, the championship. That's that's one of the things that I think the one of the indicators of the most successful people in our industry, because this is a relationship industry. And so one of the key indicators of the most successful are that you are always encouraging and being happy for other people who are winning, even if their winning surpasses yours you're still happy because this industry is so big that we have enough for everybody, right. right? So there's sometimes I think if you come from other industries where maybe it was a lot more competitive, there's nothing wrong with being competitive, but not to the point where it's poisonous. Uh, there's enough for everybody. So what would you say, Danielle, to the women who are maybe still intimidated about wanting to come into this industry because maybe they've seen certain things online or they've heard things down the grapevine of an experience with maybe a bad FMO who truly didn't take care of them or, you know, led them down the wrong path. What would you say to those women that are on the fence? Mm. I think they have to realize that there's really good people in the industry too, and not be afraid to reach out. Um, Galen made a good point in my business. I've been heads down for so many years and she's said of Occasionally along the way, you need to look around you. What's people want to know what you're doing. We want to hear about you. You should come to some of these conferences. You should share what you know. And I've started to do some of that. Uh, Christian Brindle and some other people that have asked. And I think it's a pleasure to talk with people like yourself and be able to spread that message that there are people out there like us that would be happy to help you, to give you an encouraging word. And if you are in 
a group or in a chain of conversation or an email and something comes across the wrong way or you feel like someone treats you poorly, first of all, question yourself if you're reading into it. I'm always a big believer in saying, what did you make that mean? Because someone else's comment means absolutely nothing. They can't influence your feelings until you have a thought about that comment. So number one, don't give them all your power. That's yeah. It. Don't give them all your power by doing that. You have your own perception of what that was. And and if if they really did mean that or you just can't get over it, then maybe they're not your tribe. Yeah. Maybe they just aren't your tribe. And there's other groups that you can go to. There's other women like us that you can reach out to. We said it today from the stage, send an email, connect on LinkedIn. We both give a lot of our time back to agents in the industry. We're always willing to answer questions and we'll do that to the extent that we possibly can. And I think we're starting to see that there's a big need for it. So we've also been talking about other ways that we can create things to accommodate those agents in the future. And we're, we're aware of the problem and we're gonna do everything we can to make it as easy for those people to succeed, men and women, as, as much as they can. You know, and one of the neat things, and I heard this actually just yesterday about you, is everyone already knows, incredibly successful, obviously busy as a result of it, and yet, when somebody wanted to ask you a question, you ended up saying, well, you know what, if you have any questions, here's my card, give me a call. If I can make time, you know, I'm really busy, but when I have the time, I will call you and mm -hmm. we can chat it out. Like, that's incredible. You know, I actually- Oh, it gave me chills. Yeah, yeah it, 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 because I love hearing that because there's been, there's been certain influencers where that has not been the case, right? Where they wanted to reach out, get some help, and they were shut down. You're not a part of my organization, I'm not gonna help you, right? Yeah. But last night at the party, which was an amazing party, by the way. Heck yeah. Um, last night at that party, I, went, I was going up to the bar to get a drink of water, not alcohol. But <laughs> I was getting a drink of water, and somebody came up to me randomly and said, Hey, you know, I really appreciate you, Eric. I just want you to know that you know, it means a lot that you responded to your emails. Like, I sent you an email, and you responded to me without knowing me, and that meant a lot. And I was just like... For us, it's kind of like, well, this is just what we do, right? To me, to us, it's nothing special. It's mm -hmm. just like, we want to help, so it's normal. But to other people who are really looking to us for help, it means a lot. So I just wanted to give you kudos on that mm -hmm. because people remember that stuff. And we all know Galen does that all the time, too, where once they start seeing, you know, or again, you start becoming into an influencer status, which is kind of a weird word in, in my idea. Like, right, I'm just a person like you. We're all just people. It's just, it's so... Um, it's just still, I guess, so humbling to a lot of people who say, wow, you responded to me. I needed that help. And, you know, I want you to, I guess I want you to talk a little bit more about why you feel that you need to be out there helping these people, even though mm -hmm. you have so much going on already. Yeah, well, I've had a great example, obviously, not just in the way that she treats agents right now, but in the way that she treated me when I was small. So I've known Galen and Taylor and been in business with them back in the days when we had a couple of people. We were not millionaires. We were <laughs> struggling and eating peanut butter to survive. And she always had time for me. So did Taylor. They made time for me. I can think of other agents. I remember in my early days being really disappointed because I had two individual policies that I lost on the same day because people went back to work and got group insurance. And I called a female friend of mine through the National Association of Health Underwriters. And I said, I'm just so defeated today. I lost two policies and I'm working so hard to get these on the books. And I just, I, am I 
doing the right thing? Am I doing it wrong? And she was like, absolutely not. That's why we work in the insurance industry because all the policies that you sold last month and the month before that paid you renewals. So get up tomorrow and go sell another one. Yes. Like just that little bump, that little bump of somebody saying, you have this, you've got this, you can do it. People need to hear that. We came out of our presentation today and my messenger's just blowing up with all these people wanting to connect and saying, yeah, I related to what you said about a feeling of rejection. I related to the struggle. It's nice to hear that you had the struggle. Can I talk to you more about it? I'm seeing the questions come through. So Galen, thanks for pointing out that <laughs> people need to hear it sometimes, but I have to give credit where credit is due because you were, you were like that for me in the beginning, weren't you? I was, but you know, I had that great example. You know, I think when you uh, pass it on, you are doing, um, as y'all know, y'all have heard me, I'm, I'm a very big person about my faith. And I know that God has done so much for me. I mean, he knew we were going to sit here in this moment. And I think he's just blessing us and he wants us to bless others. And, you know, it's the pay it forward method. And if you find yourself struggling, I, I really really want to give you guys this message because I think when we go into commission sales, we have so many people, this happened to my dad. My mom would not let him quit his salary job to go into commission because she was afraid of losing benefits. She was afraid of the instability. She was afraid of all this, all the stigma that comes with being a commission driven sales or entrepreneurial person. And although my dad adored my mom, I think he always resented that a little bit. And that's why he wanted me to get to that business and be in that because he knew that I had the gift he had. And um, he instilled so much in me. And that's, that's one of my biggest passions right now. And as Danielle knows, uh, I started off at the beginning of the year. And you know this too, Eric. I wanted to write a book called Accomplished. And I wanted to do a podcast called Accomplished. But we had this kind of other little thing going on in our Just lives. Just a little. And, Just a little. Yeah. and there, was, there was no time. Um, but it's still a big passion. I happen to know a really good journalism major. Um, but, you know, for me... I think the thing that's most important for everybody to not just take away from 8%, but to take away from those mentors in your life, which you know what, maybe your parents. I mean, I think so many times we just want to get out on our own, do our own thing. We forget that our parents are our first influencers. And I know not everybody has great two-parent home. Not everybody has a great parent. But find a coach, find a teacher, find somebody that will breathe truth into your life. Uh, we heard that from Coach Burt today, that breathe positivity into your life. And then you've got that confidence foundation. And the only thing I'll tell you about being um, self-employed is the world is your oyster. Yeah, you have to do taxes differently, but shoot. I mean, we're all going to be hit for taxes. It doesn't matter if you're a W-2 or if you're a 1099. Get ready because it's coming. If you believe in the capitalist system and you want to better your life, uh, really pay attention to who's running for office. I'm not advocating Republican or Democrat. Danielle and I are of the same school. We wish nobody would tell us that they were a Republican or Democrat. We just want to know the way they vote. Um, and, you know, taxation is a very important part of it. Uh, we work really hard. When you are a self-employed business person and you're hiring staff and you're taking care of office expenses, you need those write-offs. 
because that's what allows you to pay your people better. If you're working for a small business owner and you're irritated that you're not getting a raise, well, you might want to check who you're voting for because they may be dictating what we do. That's what I would challenge all of you to do is, you know, really investigate not just going on commission, but what that looks for you. I think Taylor said the long play, you know, look down five years, 10 years, 15 years. You know, I never in a hundred years and I, I'm very private. I'm very humble. I never, ever wanted anybody to know what I made. And, you know, the other day I had a girl message me and she said, how old were you when you became a millionaire? And I thought about that a long time and that just sat there. And I think you you were thinking about whether you wanted to answer. Yes, because I was like, well, she thinks I'm a fraud now because I've gone a week because I I I was uncomfortable answering it. One, I don't want to sound prideful. That that's that's very important to me because I worked around a lot of egotistical people. We all have. But number two, I just I keep that very private. I'm a private person. She's a private person. We're private people. But, you know, when I left uh, the position I was at walking away from a six figure salary, you know, I had a fake million dollar bill uh, and I wrote on that million dollar bill that I would be a millionaire in 24 months and I would be debt free. And I hit it 18 months later. Nice. So I left that company in 2003. And by the time my grandson was born, I was a millionaire. I was debt free. And I managed my business very closely. I didn't spend money when I shouldn't. I invested in all the right things. But I realized that the more that your people see how you invest in them, that you do team building with them, that you'll have them over to your home, you will go out and have a drink with them or lunch with them and celebrate their successes. One thing I'm very proud of is I have very little turnover. As a matter of fact, when I left that agency, I had almost all the agents, because I didn't have a non-compete, they followed me within a year. And I credit them with my success. You know, so I would just encourage you all to really listen to her, listen to people that have been down that road and make good decisions in what you do and trust in you. You know, you are the one you answer to when it's all said and done. Yeah. One of the things that I'm very adamant about, because there's a, there's an old adage, or maybe it's not an adage, but it's something that people like to say a lot that I'm self-made, right? I'm a self-made millionaire. I'm a self-made this. I'm a self-made success. I truly believe there's no such thing. I believe that nobody can get to success without the help of others. Amen. Who are some of the people in your life that helped you to get to the point you are at? Oh, sure. Well, besides Galen and Taylor, who were instrumental, um, in the very beginning when I was the new agent, I joined the local chapter of the National Association of Health Underwriters. I beat this drum all the time. But I remember in the very first meeting that I went to, there was this group of what I would call the cool kids up front and everybody knew them and they were laughing and having a good time. And I said, well, I want to be in that club. I wanted, they're successful. They know something I don't. And so I walked up at the last, uh, at the end of the day to the president, Eric Johnson, and I introduced myself and I said, can I volunteer for the board? And he looked at me like, I was smoking crack. Like, really? Someone wants to volunteer? Because <laughs> he's having to recruit people. Yeah. And because the president does the job that 
if you don't have a board position, they're doing both of those jobs. And um, he became one of my best friends in the industry. We have taught uh, literally hundreds of CE courses together. Um, everyone in that association has been truly important. Mike Smith from the brokerage, also a, a big proponent of my success along the way. He encouraged me to apply for the Medicare Advisory Board, and now I sit on that board. And I found a lot of friendships there from people that would really help me. My brother, obviously, the one that we never see, he's hiding in the background. <laughs> but he's the one, whenever I set a goal and we were talking about the numbers, he'll at the end, he adds a zero or two to the goal. And that's kind of his frame of reference. He thinks right. bigger than I do. Right. And it's good to have people around you that will think bigger than you. Right. Sometimes we like to keep it small, especially an introvert, a heads down worker like me. And you need to have people around you that will encourage you to get out there. Absolutely. Well, so, you know, one of the things that I know a lot of people are curious about when it comes to how you get in front of people, they think of you as the queen of SEO, right? They mm. know that a lot of traffic that you get is generated through a website that you've spent a lot of time on and you're huge on content creation. So what is it that made you have the foresight to know this is the route you should be going, even with seniors who they thought were technologically challenged. Like, how did you have that foresight? Yeah, well, I knew that my parents did all sorts of stuff on the internet, and they were the coming wave of baby boomers. So yeah, maybe your World War II generation seniors, certainly some people out there that said, not going to learn the computer thing. But everybody else, we were working on computers in the late 80s and early 90s, and those people are going to age into Medicare, and you've got to know that eventually they're going to they're going to be using digital means to buy insurance products. And so sometimes you just have a hunch in the business and it's that little inner voice that you need to act on and not be afraid to take the risk. You can ask people questions, see if they agree with you. But like I said, in my example earlier, where everyone kind of laughed me out of the room, I just kept thinking, I just kept thinking we could get on the wave here. We could be at the forefront. Uh, we can get ourselves out there digitally, digitally before anyone else. And I was right. Yeah. You pioneered. So, yeah, you have to recognize the inner voice that's telling you something that you know you can achieve. How important would you tell other agents? Because there's still a very large sector of agents who still do things pretty old school. And obviously, you know, you have your own call center inbound. You have your call center. So how important would you stress to the other agents who are still not utilizing technology, not utilizing the automations, not utilizing systems to make the processes more efficient? How important is that? Are they going to be left in the dust? How much more time do you think they have before they see an impact on their business if they don't adapt? You're always going to have some people that like the old school approach. Uh, there was somebody that met with me just recently here in the last couple of days, and she was telling me that a lady came into her office and she'd said, I watched all the Boomer Benefits videos and they're amazing and I want to work with someone like that, but I want someone local. And she said, thank you for helping me close that sale. <laughs> And I said, well, thank you for introducing her to my brand because now she knows who we are. So, you know, this is one of these things where the client actually introduced the agent to my brand and then that agent is now following me. So thank the client, please, because we appreciate that. And any view that I get is going to be a good view, right? Right. Um, there's always going to be some kitchen table business, but it's going to be harder and harder to scale. You can only run so many appointments a day. And I think that they're very physically and mentally draining. At some point, you have to decide if I want to level up 
then I'm going to have to find a way where I can have more appointments each day. You could hire additional agents and you can all run appointments. Maybe that's how you achieve it. But in my opinion, it's easier to do right from your computer and your phone. You can use Zoom if you prefer to do that. And the client wants a face-to-face. -face. We don't use that in our business and people buy from us all day long. We sell thousands of policies every month and they're happy to work with us by phone. So you're missing the wave of people who is leaving that kitchen table sale behind, wouldn't you say? I think COVID proved it. I mean, uh, I cannot tell you how many face-to-face -face agents called me and said, I'm going to starve. Can you help me? Uh, we saw it with a large national organization who never thought they were going to cross-sell cancer, never cross-sell this or that. And man, they killed it because we gave them a simple script. It was pretty easy to call that book of business. It's a very cheap conversion when you think about it. There's really no cost per acquisition, as That's Medicare right. Bob loves to talk about. Um, so it's really all about ROI and lifetime value because you didn't spend anything to call that client. But I, but I think it's eventually going to go away. You know, there's so many things right now, like my husband the other day wanted to get a new uh, ATM card. There was not an option to do anything other than a DocuSign. And I was working stressful days and he came in, I need you to help me with this. And he is a senior. And, um, and I was literally like, oh my gosh, just pull it up and click it. It's click, 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 click. He goes, okay, I'll get it if you'll just show me one time. And, and that's the deal, right? Yeah. You show somebody one time. And maybe it takes two and three times to be a little more patient than I am. You know, we're always more patient with our customers than we are with our spouse. But at the end of the day, I think when you show an agent you're working with how simplistic it is, they don't want to do paper anymore. And I'll tell you what, if you're running appointments in Dallas-Fort Worth, you don't want to be in traffic. You know, if you're running in BFE, you know, we're small town USA. Some of y'all just figure out what BFE means. Um, <laughs> You know, it's different. Yeah. You know, you can get from the city center to their appointment in 20, you know, minutes maybe. But here in Dallas-Fort Worth, you're spending two hours round trip in a car that you could have already written four more applications. And so it's just about efficiency. And I think when you put in your little brain that efficiency is going to create more dollars, then it kind of makes you want to learn it. And, and to Danielle's point, it used to crack me up. We, were, we went to Europe for the first time. I, I was with these guys. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching all these people on iPads. And Dan says, what are you doing? And I got up and started sitting by these seniors. And I said, I see you're on an iPad. What do you love about it? And I would hear it over and over because they were Americans. They were tourists. Yeah. Well, it's not a computer. And I can see my son. I can see my grandchildren. I can do my banking. I can That's order wild. this and that. And they did not relate it to a computer because they read on it. It was their Kindle or their their music or their TV on the airplane. It's perception. It's perception. And so I took that and I started talking to carriers about creating a iPad app. I'm yeah. like, you know, when you say, hey, we're going to send you a DocuSign or you're going to go online, they're like, oh, my gosh, everybody's going to hack into all my money. But when you say, hey, just click on the app on your iPad and say, yes, no, yes, no, click, click, sign. They're like, oh, that's just like reading a Kindle or shopping at Amazon, you know. So it's perception. And it's about pitching something that they love. You know, that I will tell everybody that's the secret to my success in cross-selling. Building a package that they say, I have to have that. 
I want that. I lost that benefit. It's not that I'm super salesperson. I mean, I'm pretty good, pretty good at it. But it's just about building a system that's easy for anybody to use and do. I think that's the the real key. One hundred percent. Well, I lost track of time as I always do when I'm speaking with the Queen of the Bundles. So I apologize because I know you do it's have another. Deal. You have another appointment to uh, to get to. So again, I want to thank you guys so much for being here. I know you're taking time out of valuable time of yours to come and talk with me, and it was really a great pleasure. And I would look to also talk with you some more more often as well because of course. and I always get together and we always have great conversations. And I'd love She's to ready have to go to Scottsdale. Awesome. Okay. You to come out to Scottsdale. No, I would love to do that. Yeah, and it'll be a great especially time. in the winter yeah, time. She hates <laughs> yeah, so good. Well, my pleasure, and uh, thanks for what you do for the agent community as well. Oh, and we know that you have a lot of service and what you put out there, and I think it's amazing. I appreciate it. Get a thank CRM. You. It's hey. easy. I can operate <laughs> it. So can seniors. It's amazing. We could actually bring seniors in as an insurance agents because his CRM is so easy. I can do it. So buy it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you on the next video. Hey, thanks for watching the podcast. If you like the content, please hit the like button, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That way you can get notified when more new content comes out. We'll see you on the next one.